0: (laughs) Hi friends, hello, my name is Nick Zelt and this is Insignus. Today I'm branching out a little bit, talking about a topic that I don't particularly have experience with, but is as always a hot topic. So we're going to discuss a little bit today about climate change. And I'm just going to completely forget and disregard the fact that this is a controversial subject for some people, somehow, because it's just the way life's going So there is no debate, and this is what we found. (laughs) As always, I'll try to remember to put the references at the end, and for now, we talk about science. Global warming, while it may have always had the kind of like, not my fault, not my problem kind of thing, is exactly not that. It is indeed everybody's problem. And although humans have never been responsible with the future tense, when thinking about, oh, what about our grandkids? What about their kids? What about the world that we leave for them? How are we going to be okay? How are they going to live in the world that we've left them? We've always just not done well with that. We've never really thought ahead. Most human endeavors have always been for immediate gain. And we kind need to turn that around. We need to do a little bit better on a few things. Not everything, most things you can do for you, you can do for you right now. But some things are going to have to be done for other people. Some things are going to have to be done for future generations. We're going to have to learn to be a little bit more selfless. So it's well accepted that Earth's temperature cycles You've all heard of Ice Ages. It goes from being colder to warmer, and each of these cycles is given a name. The most recent period, or epoch, if you will, it was the Holocene period. The Holocene literally means recently entered, where recently is a loose term to mean around 12,000 years ago. Before that was the Pleistocene epoch, and before that, the Pilocene Excuse my pronunciations. It's now been proposed that we are entering the Anthropocene age. A very self-centered of us, but the concept is that it's based on the observation that human impacts on Earth's system have become quite profound. Well, on the topic of the Anthropocene, John Green's podcast, The Anthropocene Reviewed, covers choice topics and discusses the human condition. I'd recommend a listen. Anyways, so like it or not, we appear to have entered an age in which the actions of the human race have begun to have consequences not only on ourselves and each other, but on the entire planet. So the entire topic of global warming is kind of a broad topic, but in the simplistic view, what we're doing is we're changing the composition of Earth's atmosphere and its control systems through the unchecked production of CO2 and the destruction of the world's climate tempering resources. The questions that really beg asking right now are whether or not it's too late. And if not, then what is required for us to stop getting out of control? Can we bring the world back to a place under which we can keep this under control and continue to live in the world as we know it? The next 10 to 20 years could be the most important years of human existence to date, because they may set the course for the trajectory of our climate for the next hundreds or thousands of years. Without some form of intervention, if we continue as we are, our little blue planet may reach conditions that we have not seen for millions of years. Following climate trends, it's already thought that we've broken the normal cycle of earth glacialization, throwing earth onto a new trajectory yet tested, no more cycling between ice age and a thawing period. A threshold has been postulated to exist at which humans will be powerless to halt the progression of global warming as biogeophysical feedback mechanisms are triggered and take over, things that may be more powerful than human influence on the short run. This threshold, while ultimately uncertain and difficult to calculate, is thought to be around warming of 2 degrees Celsius because this is the point at which several tipping points are likely to be reached, which can cause an unstoppable domino effect and bring Earth to even higher temperatures. So while it is likely too late to get Earth back to where it was 200 years ago, a place we really may not even be willing to take it because of the sacrifices that would require. It would require the complete elimination and reversible of all climate change that we've caused so far. It may be possible still to coax earth into a new stable position of our own making, but such endeavor would require the close and careful stewardship of our planet, a global unified effort. With regard to tipping points, the dominoes of our warming cascade, there are many, but they share similar themes, and these are melting of ice, be it the ice sheets, the permafrost, or glacial areas, and the death or destruction of natural carbon sinks, such as boreal forests, the Amazon forests, as well as coral reefs. Loss of these elements may not be reversible on a timescale that is amenable to the control of global warming. And given that many of these tipping points are likely to be reached at this marker, estimates of thresholds of the point of no return are set at about 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures, a point that we are quickly approaching as we already see the ocean warming and thus expanding and ocean levels rising. In order for us to remain below this point, Deep cuts need to be made in greenhouse gas emissions, as well as stern implementation of the protection and enhancement of carbon sinks. Plans for solar radiation management to control the effect that a thinning atmosphere would have are going to have to be implemented, as well as strategies for adapting to the unavoidable impacts of global warming already occurring. It will only be through these concerted efforts towards the careful stewardship of our rare little planet that we've been given so graciously by the cosmos that we may be able to avoid catastrophic disaster. Now, I'm not saying that all humans are ever going to get wiped out. That probably won't be the case. But... It would probably be better for us, better for every organism on this planet which is adapted over millions of years to live in the environment that they're suited for, if that environment didn't rapidly change. It would also be much cheaper for us, I'm no doubt, if we could possibly put a stopper on this and control some of climate change. i Fear what future generations will think of us if we are unable to galvanize all that is necessary to put Earth on a stable trajectory. They will look back on us and miserably shake their heads as they identify correctly that we saw what was coming as early as the 1970s, and yet nothing was done. Nothing was ever truly done or far too little was done and that's the place where we're at now. A project such as this, the stewardship of our planet, would require the kind of cohesiveness that first put the man on the moon, but on a much larger scale. This may not be something that is possible for humans to do as we compete against one another. This will be something that may require us to cooperate together for stronger countries to help out weaker countries and for all of us to lead by example. Even though it may not be reasonable to ask for the rapid abandonment of fossil fuels in order to appreciably lower our emission profile, but much could be done in a very short order to reduce the direct human pressures on critical biomes that are really important for reducing carbon levels. Protection of the Amazon forests, boreal forests, and many other marine and terrestrial biospheres could have a massive impact and one that is needed to be enacted immediately. Effective cultivation of our planet may be a precondition for the prosperous development of human societies, but there would be no quick reward. There will be no rapid changes, and we must be content with that. The time to invest in the future is always right now, and it has always been right now, if not yesterday, lest we all suffer. We are still currently in the driving seat, and no matter where it takes us, we will remain in the driving seat. I only hope that we can make use of this position while we still have control over the wheel. Today's episode was based off of the paper, Trajectories of the Earth Science System in the Anthropocene by Stefan et al published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Thank you all for listening. This has been Insignus.